Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Oh, welcome, Anna. Hello, Victoria. Purposeful woman. And as we spoke with you, we're going to do a little ceremony with the sound Mm -hmm. and music. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I have my gong. She has amazing gong. Can you see, guys? And I have an amazing gong. Bum, I'm starting. Ready? officially on let's get this started <laughs> <That's> awesome <laughs> oh, thank you so much thank you so much for helping me with the sound i love the diversity of the sounds and it's just so such a natural way of centering ourselves and starting a day yeah it's a beauty it establishes beautiful rhythm speaking of chakras right mm-hmm yeah, so yes, it uh, aligns and centers them together. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to introduce Anna. Anna is guides a woman. She's a big, oh, she's just so, such a wise guide. Guides women who are ready to burst their higher soul level body of work by aligning with the soul purpose and divine prosperity. Mm-hmm. After creating traditional success in life and having a disappear for the third mm-hmm. time, Anna decided to put all her focus and energy into discovery and leaving her sole purpose, co-creating her success with the source. Along the way, she immersed herself numerous spiritual, metaphysical, mind and body modalities, bringing it all together to guide women into living their sacred success, aligned with their unique soul purpose and climbing their divine prosperity welcome anna welcome and thank I, you victoria so happy to have you here with us happy to be here it's so exciting i think you changed something with your hair and it's just it's, it's amazing this is my new do <laughs> yeah <laughs> amazing well tell us a little bit more about what do you do and how did you, you know kind of your, your little story yeah, so a really big story into a few sentences. Like you said in my bio, I've created traditional success several times, and it was in a corporate world and then in a business world as an entrepreneur, and constantly, I mean, three times literally, the rug got pulled up from underneath me. And hindsight, I can tell exactly what was going on, but at the time, I was really, I was lost. 
And it was also at the same time, the last rug that got pulled from underneath me. The same time I was already studying laws of universe, I was already immersed in spirituality, but it was separate from everything else I was doing. So there was my life, especially my career and my business. And I love that you said it at, um, at the opening that, you know, when we get into entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, or when we really take on that our work in the world is what we are here for really, even mothers, right? The, the whole concept of stay-at-home mom, like that's the work they're taking on, no matter what we do. When we start taking on that our contribution is what we are here for, it becomes part of our life and there is no separation between life and business, right? So I love that. Yet in my life at a time, I had everything I was learning about metaphysics and spirituality, laws of universe. And then there was the rest of my life, including my career and my business. And I had no idea that two could coexist and that two cannot even exist without each other. They really cannot exist without each other. Because even the ones, even those who, those people who aren't necessarily aware, like where I was at the time, that this is one and the same, right? Spirituality isn't just something, everything is energy. So laws of universe and metaphysics, it already works in our life, right? There is no compartmentalizing it. We are compartmentalizing it. We are the ones who are not merging them together and using them together in alchemy for our success. So it's already happening. We just need to become aware of it. So when I started to become aware of it, things did start to shift. I was able to start creating success very differently, where it's more from a place of trust and it is still a journey, nowhere near am I to the end? Because I don't think there is such a thing, right? I gave up the idea that I'll get somewhere someday. It's, it's a constant process and a journey and discovery. So yeah, to me, it was a, a necessity at a time when I decided to start merging the two together. And it took some really big steps in my life where I had to change my environment to allow myself to do that. Because I've created my environment based on me being a certain way and having a separate interest right in metaphysics and, and laws of universe and spirituality and chakras and in order for that to change i personally had to actually change environments move away from what i was doing completely move away from the circles that i was in because i didn't know how to merge the two together and be accepted for who i am so changing environment was something that i chose to do it's not necessary any longer i think that we are a lot more open and it's easier to find people that we can align with in, in that conversation. And now I cannot even imagine creating anything in my life without first aligning all aspects of me. And that includes and actually leads with aligning with the spirit and my soul. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. And I believe right the soul and i think aligning with the soul and with the purpose what we call it here right it can be passion or mission or soul purpose body's purpose we have there's so many purposes but like it all starts here and it's so interesting that as a human being right it starts from the first chakra it goes up but in business i believe everything starts from here with the purpose because without intention how can we create something without being aligned with this first mm -hmm. and you said you did metaphysics and other things could you expand a little bit more on that what does that mean for those who are not familiar with those terms 
Sure. So just the basic idea that everything is energy, that mm -hmm. everything is a creation first in the unseen, right? It's first created in the intention, the sword, the thought, right? The intention, and then sent out to the universe, right? So here's where we start talking about the seven track, right? Okay. We start talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So everything first exists as an idea or a thought. I mean, it's been proven. You can look it up. Everything first, oh no, I'm like on an internet, you can look it up. Everything first exists as a thought, an idea. And even before that is a desire. And the way that I work with it now is desire is what's really true for the soul, is what's really true that the soul wants to experience through this physical human experience in, in a world. That's what we experience as desire. And this is not the desire that's uh, possessive, needy, and yeah, possessive, needy are the best way to explain. This is that's the from ego place, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, from ego, from insecurity, from needing something to fulfill cer certain need. But the need comes from safety and security, not really from I need this to be my best self, right? So it's a, it, we're raising the vibration of what desire really means, at least in my conversation, because there are two separate ways to talk about it. So the desire that I'm talking about is the higher vibration, is the desire that the soul intends to fulfill through us, right? And that desire is going to be affected very quickly by whatever it is that we already have going on in our mind. So whatever paradigm that we are living in very often will not allow us in the way that the humanity is right now, very often will not allow us to hear or know, or if we do become aware of desire, we right away try to reason it out because it doesn't fit the picture we have been living so far, right? So it takes some work to shift into who do we get to be, to be recipients of this desire, and then the ones who make it manifest in the world. So speaking of seven chakra, in my work, purpose is actually who we came here to be. And so it's a certain way that we are in the world that then is a vibration, right? When you are a certain way, you are at a certain frequency, you are vibrating a certain way. And all of this is still laws of physics, right? We are all a vibration, a set of molecules that vibrate to a certain frequency, and so is everything else. When we are in our purpose, meaning a very unique way of expressing, embodying our unique frequency, then we become a match to the desire of our soul. We become a match to the desire of our soul. And I did, okay. it took me really... I'm sorry. So good. So good. You just said, so well said, it's a desire of our soul. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love that you said it's unique because I believe we all have a unique purpose mm -hmm. and unique mission as well as it translates through different businesses, right? Yeah. You, your mission might be not your business, but it is a pathway to leaving your purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So this is great. Mm -hmm. Once we become a match, to that desire. We allow ourselves, our human self, right? We become the soul that we already are to be in a certain vibration so we can receive and hear and know the desire in whatever way we know. There is hearing, there is knowing, there is feeling, right? 
but to know the desire and really own it, that it is something that is for us to fulfill, then we get to choose what it looks like. And again, this is another level of being in vibration with that thing that wants to be created through us, right? But we still have freedom of choice. We can choose how it looks we can choose our expression, right? And some, there are different systems that say it's kind of predetermined what it is that it looks like for us. I have a little bit more of a leeway. We yeah. do get to choose. Yeah, we do get how, to choose. How do you choose? Like, what is the steps to take to get to that understanding? Following breadcrumbs. Following, knowing. So again, when you are in a certain frequency, right, you start to become aware of what is, what does it feel like in my body, right, when I am aligned with what it is. And I know you'll be speaking more about that in different chakras, but it's really knowing in our body how does it feel when it feels right? And it doesn't mean it's easy at all. That's not what it means. It means that there's a certain knowing that this is the next step, not knowing the whole entire way through exactly what it's going to look like that we get to create. Yes, we get to have a vision and intention, right? Like my vision and intention is that every single being alive has an opportunity and is aware that they are here for something unique and they have everything and opportunity to have everything they need and require to be on purpose and to be prosperous. Doesn't mean that they have it. They have an opportunity and it's up to them to take it. Mm -hmm. So that's my vision, right? That's what guides the steps I take. But I don't have everything planned out exactly what it's going to look like. I'm taking steps by, by steps and trusting myself and trusting universe and trusting spirit. So when we begin to create what it is that we really came here to birth, and again, this could look like some way for the next five years or a year and then shifts into a different form. Mm -hmm. That's something we get to be open and trusting with. When we begin to open to birthing something that's of the highest frequency of aligned with our soul, it already exists in the same kind of vibration form as anything else. And when we become true recipients and own our desire to create that thing, it's like the two start to start to communicate, right? This is where the, the seventh chakra is really important because this is where we start connecting the desire. Like if you want to look, I mean, it's not like it's up there, but let's say it is, right? Yeah. We get to begin to send out our desire through our frequency and through our aligned action and through our vision and intention, we begin to send the desire back to spirit. So spirit can now coordinate everything we need and require for that thing we are birthing to come and collaborate with us. Mm -hmm. And depending on where we are, depending on where we are, we could still have some work to do to be in a vibration of it. So sometimes people have a longer runway they want to create something and we observe somebody having a faster success than somebody else, right? Like, oh, this person started two months ago. Look at her now. She's everywhere on social media and she has this and she has that. But we don't really know what went into this person being who they needed to be for that success. Well, first Prior of all, we that. Really Yes. It's, yeah. I think it's so such a big, you know, I love that you said there, there is might be a little longer way. And I believe that people are, and I've been definitely are in comparison when I started my online journey and I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it in two months. But there was so much work involved in being okay to be uh, in the camera, being judged and just not think how do I look good? Do I look not good? And how do you really 
deal with this, with, you know, the mm-hmm. self-doubt, the confusion, when you know your purpose, but then you're like, oh, you're just paralyzed, right? Did, yeah. did you have that guy ever? <laughs> it's like, you just oh, can't break it through. And that's absolutely. what I think, you, what are you speaking about? It's absolutely. that different with the match of vibrations mm-hmm. to knowing and actually embodying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And being willing to take steps. Yes. Whatever that we have came in with, whatever that we already are living is a paradigm that I mentioned, right? We have a certain paradigm in our mind and we have created our world a certain way. We acquired some beliefs as children. All of that will be different for every single one of us. And that's including what our soul has intended to be challenged by this lifetime, right? Our soul has chosen challenges that make us stronger. And, you know, it's different for every single person, just like purpose is different. Those challenges are different. So when we start, let's say I aligned with my desire, I am willing recipient of it and I am willing co-creator of it, right? And I start to do my work in the world, taking aligned action to create it, to birth it. All of a sudden, you know, there is this entity that I'm birthing and here I am. We use seven chakra to connect with that entity. And I mean, we use all, all of ourselves, but I really be- believe that this is part of the, our seventh chakra is part where we start to send out the signal right, to the universe, to spirit, that we, we are in alignment. This is exactly where we're going to meet with the thing we are creating, right? And let's say the thing that you are birthing, your highest soul level expression, your highest soul level body of work, it, it has its own frequency and it requires you to be somebody particular, not somebody, but somebody particular to birth it. It will require you to have a certain courage. It will require you to to have certain skills. It will require you to be willing to receive support. It will require you to be willing to receive money. It will require you to be willing to speak your truth. Any and all of that is possible, right? And there is a journey depending on where you are. It may take you a little while to be in a frequency that matches this body of work you are birthing for it to actually be out in the world, right? So this is where compassion, patience, and commitment comes in, consistently being committed to, if I know that this is what I'm here to birth, and I know only because my desire tells me, not my mind, my mind will tell me, you're a crazy girl. <laughs> go, go get a safe job. Look at yeah, That's one. not our best friend, is there? Absolutely not BFFs. <laughs> no, they're not. But it's a conditioning that we've acquired to keep us safe. I mean, it's there because it was meant to keep us safe, right? Not to try something we've never done. Not to stray away from, from uh, maybe our tribe, right? Like I'm sure you'll be speaking of first chakra and tribal commitment. And, you know, our tribe, I know for me that was true. I didn't come from a tribe of entrepreneurs. I didn't come from a tribe of people who believe in spirit and universe. I was born and raised in a communist country and Catholic religion was very strong and powerful and dominant in my country when I was growing up and culture. So, you know, I am being a pioneer and breaking chains of a long lineage. That's a step that not everybody may have to take. So for me, owning that as part of my journey had to be really important to understanding why my work is taking longer to birth than somebody else's, right? And then I birthed something and it was almost like, I, I mean, because we're speaking of birthing, is almost a miscarriage because I birthed something that wasn't aligned with me. I birthed something that I think I should because I see other people do it and it works. 
So that's a whole other conversation. It's right? like, you know, Anna, I've started before I was just speaking and with my friend and he is at the start of this journey of entrepreneurship and he just left military. And it's so beautiful when I hear when people say it wasn't aligned with my values and my vision and they leave a career that they've been for over 10 years. And then the, at the start, and then he said, I'm not sure what and where. And I told him, look, before I started this and I stepped into my purpose fully, I started five businesses within a year, mm -hmm. like literally five. Yeah. And then once it was in the match and in two months, I will call my friend and say, look, I'm starting another one. And the feeling where they will answer me, oh, what else? <laughs> what's next, you know, and that judgment that I could hear, but because I was judging myself, I can't stick to the one business, but because I truly believe that there is something that I will feel aligned with. And if I'm not aligned in a couple months, and if not willing to put the work and really feel excited still, I probably not my birth, like you said, it's not my baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was all miscarriages there when I try and it didn't. And I think that's absolutely beautiful journey. But I believe we, we do have at least idea, right, of yeah. what we want to do because we feel that. So that is beautiful. And I think Anna is the best person to really bring that, help to bring that idea and just absolutely gorgeously doing her work and passionately. And I wanted to ask you, what is the one thing keeping people from like not knowing you know, and leaving your purpose? Mm. Well, the first thing is that we deny that we know. Mm. Oh, so good. That's the first and most important part. We actually know, we just deny it. Mm. Because again, it's the conditioning that we have acquired, right? So our mind, we have conscious and subconscious mind and the subconscious has been created over the years, especially in our formative years as kids, based on, something or oh, i love it so first we have to come to understanding that we are birthed with a very particular reason everything in the universe has a purpose everything there isn't anything that exists that doesn't have a purpose right so by sheer nature of that we every single one of us couldn't exist unless there was a reason for it we just couldn't live we would not have been alive if there wasn't a reason for it now again i want to bust a little bit of the perp of, of this conversation about purpose because if we think that purpose is something that we came here to do be a dentist or a dancer then we are tied into something. And if that doesn't work out or we are too old or we haven't gotten the proper training or whatever the conditions are, we may think that there is no hope for us. I'm in a completely different area of life, of industry, whatever it is, right? Time has passed. I couldn't be a ballerina. I could, right? But I'm 45 years old. I will not be an Olympic type of ballerina. I'm too old for that. So if I chose that, if I took on that I was here to be a ballerina, which I believe that I could have been, I'm 35 years old. Have I missed my purpose? Absolutely not. Because purpose is a way of being. It's a way that we get to embody the frequency we came here to serve with through our body to our people. And then the mission, right? The mission, the vision, the idea, like all of you who said, I have an idea, right? 
check and see, did this idea come from the soul? Is it a desire, a burning desire? You may not have the business plan and all the details, but is the vision, right? The idea, is it like a burning desire inside of you? Because that's really how we know. And sometimes the burning could, it doesn't have to be this flaming burning. It could just be subtle knowing that will not leave you alone. This is what I have to do. I cannot not do it. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to get paid for it, but I cannot not do it. So just owning that that thing exists within every single one of us is step number one. What stops us from believing that it's so is not feeling like, like you matter, right? So self-worth, having that inkling, but then right after that, it's the conditioning of, can I do this? Who am I to do this? Do I know what I need to know? Will I be supported or will I be left out in a cold to die all alone, right? Will I go broke and have to live on a street or will I be rejected? betrayed, made fun of by people I love and want to respect, respect from, right? Desire respect from, be respected by. So all of those things, and all of them come from our childhood, my, in my experience, and we just keep relieving. All of that, as soon as we have an inkling of a possibility, if we're not vigilant, if we don't have a proper guidance, like a coach or a mentor, right? very easy it is for us to then immediately discard it. It's too big. I'm too small. I don't know. I don't have that. How can I even do this? It's a mistake. This idea should go to somebody else. Very often we get stuck and I don't know what to do next. Well, with the proper support where you get yourself out of the way, yourself meaning whatever it is that you have taken on that's blocking your connection to the knowing in your seventh chakra, right? And that's all the ideas, the paradigm, the beliefs. When we start getting ourselves out of the way and all of the part, those parts of us that are beautifully protecting us from creating what's really ours to, to create here this lifetime, we are given the next step. It just comes. It's already there. We become aware of it. And then we can take step after step after step, right? Become in alignment with the thing that already wants us. So the, another idea that sits here to explore quickly is that if we have an idea or a desire, right, vision, mm -hmm. that thing that gave that to us already wants us to be its birther. Mm. That idea, the thought, the, the, the purpose, right, the mission cannot exist without us, mm -hmm. right? It needs us to birth it. And it came to us because we are the ones to birth it. Now we can still choose not to. Well, this is where people give up on their purpose and do something safe. So share with us, you know, I know you have an amazing gift that speaks exactly on how to, you know, activate your sacred success and that align that soul purpose with, you know, the divine prosperity to birth it. Is that share a little bit more about what we are giving today? Yeah, I would love to. So yeah, through my journey, I discovered that there were five steps that I've taken over and over and over again and keep taking to remain aligned, right? With my North Star, with who I came here to be and what I am birthing constantly, right? And now raising one of the children, 
Mm-hmm. And those five steps is that I, is something that I started to apply with my clients and I saw the same kind of results for them. So it's awakening your sacred success, which is a whole other conversation. Sacred success is, is the work where mm-hmm. I talk about merging prosperity and purpose and being right in on purpose and prosperous, which is our divine right. This is where I love distinguishing between purpose being who we came here to be, because then we get to express who we came here to be through anything right? And MLM, I, my self-growth came from MLM. If I track back to what was the catalyst for me to even know that there is such a thing as personal growth was MLM. And I'm a true believer. So beautiful. It's a just an, it's an, one of the avenues to express yourself, right? And your purpose is how you express yourself in the world. Who do you be as you birth this thing? And you have chosen, at least at this point in your life, to, to create and birth your expression, yourself, through who you be, as you serve those who need to be served by you through the avenue of multi-level marketing company. Beautiful. Right on. Multi-level marketing has nothing you know, bad to do. It's just they're having their mission and you are aligned with their mission, but it doesn't mean that you are not living yours. There is still, it's like you can extend, you know, your mission can show up in different way, the way, you know, you living that mission and MLM. Yeah. They're amazing products in MLM. Mm -hmm. I love it. All right, great. Is it normal to miss the old you, the you becoming before conscious sometimes? In my experience, absolutely. Mm. Yes. And what happens is we get to acknowledge that there was part of us that has lived our life for however long it has, right? And we get to grieve that parts of us maybe are no longer aligned with where we're going. Not that we, there was anything wrong with that part. But we get to give that up, that way of being, that part of our personality, if it's no longer aligned, right? Or the, our behavior more than anything else that was for many, many years and served us. We've made certain friends. We've had certain successes. I've had a whole lifetime, right? A beautiful, rich lifetime before I became aware that there is consciousness, that, that I am a creator. I've already created certain results. That part of me was a beautiful, beautiful being. And all I get to, I I do get to grieve parts of those. And I do very often, right? Mm -hmm. And now I'm choosing something different. So it doesn't mean that I make that that me wrong, that part of me wrong. I'm just choosing something different. I'm choosing different way of being in the world. And those ways of being no longer are aligned with where I'm going. So I'm shifting Mm -hmm. into new ways of being, but absolutely there are moments when I miss being a certain way that had different awareness in the world. Some, you know, that, that asleep, this, this not knowing, sometimes very convenient, right? And I would never change it. I would never change having had any experience of consciousness and awakening to us being creators. But I absolutely miss that part of it, that, you know, fancy free footless Anna, who just didn't have a care in the world, didn't take on the responsibility for being a creator, and really knowing that I am responsible for every single thing in my life and what I ripple out. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. this is so beautiful. I think that's a beautiful note to end with. Thank you so much. Yes, Anna. Thank I you. feel like I, I can just talk to you the whole day and conversations with you are just so easy. Always say that's an interview or just the talking on the phone. You are absolutely beautiful. And that, that's Thank what you. I love about being purposeful woman that it's just so easy to be with that people around you because they're just in love with themselves, with life. And you are the one of example and living example. Thank you so much. Thank you, Victoria. Bye-bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithlday.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses!